0: Hey there, welcome to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I started this show to highlight the intuitives, healers, and other courageous women that I've met along my journey and continue to meet. Through amazing interviews, I seek to ask insightful questions to uncover ways in which you, the listener, can apply the wisdom and knowledge to your own life. I believe that we're all in this together, so sharing healing and joy and bringing community together is both my passion and purpose if you'd like to learn more about the mystical sisterhood community i'm building please visit www.mysticalsisterhood.com see you in the episode all right welcome to mystical sisterhood i'm your host maureen spielman and i'm so excited to be with christina glickman today Uh, i met christina years ago as we were, I was starting a business. She was already an entrepreneur and she guided and mentored me. But um, Christina, I think you so succinctly in your sort of like tagline under your um, signature, Mm kind of say what you do. And I'm just going to read it. You have (laughs) mother, TEDx speaker, author, podcaster, And you're the founder of Extra Love Army. So I'm just going to, I just wanted to share that with our audience because it was just so simple the way you have it written out. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to touch upon all those things today. And I think our conversation is going to go a lot of places. When I think of you, I think of a woman who is an absolute 1000% champion of Mm -hmm. other women. You live life unabashedly as yourself. You show up in such a real way with people that I think it creates a safety and really sacred space for them. So um, those are just just some beginning um, introduction points I wanna make for you. Uh, Christina also has a book called extra the art of being it's a beautiful I don't even know how to explain it um coffee table book with your fashions and your take on life Mm -hmm. and again you've got this way of doing these things that's simple it's straightforward and it just I just think it speaks to people Mm -hmm. you're now um having a weekly podcast called extra life and style unscripted so we're going to talk about that because What you say about living life unscripted might say it all, I'm not sure. Sure. And then you have a TEDx talk. And those are just some of the things that you've got going on. But I want to welcome you here today and say, I'm so grateful to be in your energy and your presence and Mm -hmm. how you doing.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Those are such nice words. Um, I, I just adore everything you're doing. And thank you for opening the container for so many women to hear about the conversations that you've been having for years. And so for me, just as your friend, watching you completely come alive in this new type of business mm-hmm. is just such a joy. So I'm honored to be here and privileged to be with your community and your sisterhood and I love everything you're doing. And can I just say as a fan of yours, like keep doing it, like keep, keep, keep introducing us to people I was just about to press play on the one that you were talking about yesterday, because there's so many I can't even pronounce the word. The recording. What's that word? It's with an A, I think.
0: The Akashic record. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know yes. what that is. I don't know what that is. But it's like how beautiful that you're introducing us to so many things. So just thank you as a fan of your work. Yes. Um, thank and you. I, I'm excited about our conversation today, and hopefully, um, we can, you know, have some insightful chat here about all the work that you do.
0: Mm, thank you so much, Christina. And yeah. I think that's right. I think that for the people that I'm having on first, these concepts and they're, they all are new learnings to me at some point too. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're all overlapping and layering on what we know. And it's amazing. You just said something about, I don't know how you just said it, but it was like a new way of doing business or this new way of entrepreneurship. Sure. Why don't, why sure. don't we start there?
1: Sure. To- I mean, um, absolutely. And I, I think it's because as of late, I have really talked about my life and for others as us being life entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. meaning that we're equally ambitious professionally as we are personally. And so I think that if you have a sense of curiosity and wonder, and always knowing that the person you're talking has something to teach you and just Mm -hmm. sort of being open to that presence for me is how a new kind of entrepreneurship was born. Because I think before, for me, it was always about the chase and the hustle and the accolades and the success and the productivity and all the things that programmed me that I identified with that made me feel worthwhile and valuable. And it's taken me years to sort of shed that that skin to understand that all of those sort of mechanics and pieces of it um, really don't make my identity. And, and that it takes a lot of work. I'm still working on it. I think I'll be working on it forever. But I think the moment that we release some of those um, badges, if you will, yeah. then we are able to become entrepreneurs of our own passion and joy and Because again, we all know that operating with anxiety and fear um, is exhausting and it's the same that holds true for operating um, without our authentic self. Because, you know, if I come onto this podcast and I think, oh my gosh, I want to be as great as Maureen, I'm going to fail already because I'm not you. And instead, if I can come on and say, I'm just bringing my whole Mm -hmm. self and my intention is pure and I hope that something I say lands on someone, that has to be enough.
0: Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. And our pieces come together and they complement one another. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said about this concept. I have not heard that of life entrepreneur, because when I started, I said, the first thing you say in that tagline is mother. So, so the old version of the entrepreneur would be like, what's your business? Uh, who do you serve through your business? You know, how much money are you going to make through it? But then you start with mother. So that to me says, Oh, that's part of that life entrepreneur. That's, it's got it's Christina is not just not only the extra love army. She's much bigger than that.
1: And I used, I used to fight against so many. And I think a lot of, a lot of the people listening will understand. um, I used to fight against so many of those badges because they did give me a comfort of who I was. Right. So So, you know, if I'm not a mother, what am I? If I'm not a working woman or an entrepreneur, what am I? And I've realized, and I'm sure you have too, that, you know, we're many things, right? We're we're Mm -hmm. a bunch of ands, Mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful thing. And as I sort of learned the power of reflection, I'm I'm understanding why I've done certain things in my life. And I will never think any step is a mistake or a regret. I think it's all about the journey about who we are. But even when I look back in the past couple years of my life, I think there are certain moves I made because um, my ego needed them or I needed the credibility or validity to feel like I was important enough. And so I feel like the older I get and the more work I do, the more I also realize that Um, the here and now and the moment I'm in and the work I'm doing, like, again, it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And the universe isn't going to miss me. And I just am very, very aware that the only energy that I want to chase is peace. I don't want to chase anything else because I did it for so many years. Right. Mm -hmm. And I also don't judge anyone that's in that moment of, of hustle or energy, because it gets you to where you are. And Hopefully if we talked in five more years, I'd be like, oh, I don't even know who that person was, you know, in the green furry coat, Um, (laughs) because I hope that we're always, you know, evolving and changing Mm -hmm. in that way.
0: I love that. And I think that, uh, that we can see the versions of the woman, the human that we were before we see it in one another. And so I think as we kind of settle into this new way of being with women, where this group is my listeners are a lot of women, um, identified. And I think that we're settling into this newer way of being Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, we can, we can put the hustle down. We can And it's, and still there's a lot on the outer that's telling us we need to, we need to chase it. We need to go for it. Mm -hmm. And It's up to us to make that decision. But I think like sitting in these circles, sitting in these conversations Mm -hmm. where we're like, no, I see you. I've been there. Even if I haven't been there, I'm here for you. I'm to witness you, to see your healing, to see your growth and your transformation.
1: I mean, and I think that that's what you hit upon, which is that I don't think anything's ever gonna trump that power of human connection. And so by you opening up the container for all of us to have a discussion, what it's what it's saying is the age old, um, I see you, I hear you, I validate you, I've been there, you've been there. So I think you're just kind of giving voice to the fact that you're not alone. And we, we are all trying to do something with parenting or something with an illness or something. It doesn't matter, but I think that the power of story Storytelling is so extreme, and I, you know, as I've sort of thought about for myself, you know, I'll ask myself often, like, well, what do you do, and who are you, and mm-hmm. what what are you doing? And I, I think for me, it will always be that thread of through the through storytelling of my own and of other women, and especially women, I, I feel that it ultimately transforms somebody into thinking or being or doing differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and whether or not somebody's in a position where they hear a story and they want to do something different with their lives, or it just makes them feel better. I also feel like we come in and out of when we're ready to hear a story. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, you and I talking about whatever, if the same topic is confidence or whatever it might be, we need you. And that's Mm -hmm. why there's always room for everyone to open the circle, because that is why I love to champion, especially women so much is because everyone has something to share if you're willing to share it. And so the idea being, if I tell you a story or I tell you somebody else's, you're probably going to see something of yourself in it mm-hmm. and it's going to make you feel better. Yeah. And isn't that what we're just trying to do every day? It's kind of simple, but it's also really hard. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: it reminds me of uh, just re-listening to your, your TED talk. I'm just going to go there for a moment because that that started out with storytelling. yeah. And I know that's something that you greatly, um, prepared for and put so much Mm -hmm. love and energy to, And I just, I'm going to say just as a little side that, um, your message of extra and extra Mm -hmm. love is so felt and so needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, that delivery of love. And it was no accident that on my way to school today, dropping my son, the car in front of me had two stickers that said love mm. on this bumper today. But tell our audience about, how, how did this TEDx talk yeah. about? Yeah. How, what was that topic you chose?
1: Sure. Um, and I, I love to talk about TED, but it's funny. I like to talk about TED, about the journey of it. And yes. so I always feel like, insert yourself into the story. Forget about TED. Like, who cares if you want to do something like that? Great. If you don't, who cares? The idea is just about um, I truly became somebody else through the process. And Mm -hmm. the end of the result for me was a feeling of um, that there was no place I don't belong. Mm -hmm. and I could have. it has nothing to do with the accomplishment of a TED talk. It has everything to do with the moment that I said, I think I want to do this. And so Mm -hmm. to kind of like reverse a little bit, um, you know, I had about five years ago decided that I needed more creativity in my life. And, and I, I knew there was something more I wanted to do As I think a lot of women just always like there's something else for me to do. And again, to be clear, you don't have to like start a business or do something wild but there's just usually an ache of something else that like you know what i was meant to do a little bit more here than maybe parenting or we're not quite as fulfilled as we'd like to be and so for me it was through the filter of creativity and out of that became the book and a few things well cut to um i felt that i had a message burning inside of me that i ultimately wanted women to sort of stand up and understand that they have more to give if mm-hmm. they're willing to do it and because we were in this pandemic world the the ted talk is about women um reclaiming their voices and finding their identity in in the pandemic because i think we've all seen the articles that there's been this rally cry for women that Um, we are the ones that have suffered greatly during the pandemic. And, you know, you've got millions of women that left the workforce and never came back. And I don't want to get into that rabbit hole. But the reality is that you are then taking out of the equation of our society, incredible minds, Mm -hmm. women that were at tables that are no longer there, whether it's in innovations or so. So we all took a step back. So the idea of the talk was to just tap you on the shoulder and be like hey like I see you too and it's not over and by the way all those women that got us here aren't going to be too pleased if the rest of us don't keep going right right and so Mm -hmm. that was the 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 hope of that talk but the real journey of that was I, I think and just from my personal standpoint that because I was on this sort of career path of being a speaker I felt like I needed Ted um to feel important, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to say I'm a TEDx speaker. Mm-hmm. That was my original ego driven mm-hmm. goal of it, yeah. and I knew how hard it was to achieve, and I wanted that really bad mm-hmm. and so when i for me, I had to go through this interview process, and that was all difficult. But the funny part is by the time I got to the very end of that red dot, it was no longer even about that ta da moment anymore. It was all about the fact that it was so hard for me. I wanted to give up a thousand times. I was Mm -hmm. like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. All those things. And, you know, the ripple effect of my children being able to see me putting myself out there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, if you've talked to people that have done Ted, for some reason, even as somebody that's a speaker, it is the most vulnerable thing you can do because you're up there without a piece of paper in hand. And it's just you. And it's different Mm -hmm. because it's your story. And there's just something different about it. But but to kind of get back to your question a little bit, I think the biggest thing I love people to take away from TED is if you want something, try to go for it, whatever it is. And it, it, it's not actually about getting it. It's about just saying yes to yourself. And I shared with my community along the way how difficult it was to go through that process. Yeah. And I would get messages from people saying You know, it's so great to see you put yourself out there. Maybe now I'll go try to get that position at X, Y, Z. So again, it's the story of when we share one another, it makes me say, you can do it. Well, I can do it too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people um, saying that, you know, you always hear that if I can do it, you can do it. And you think like, yeah, right. It seems so easy to you. Of course that was, but you're saying, no, the process was actually... It was pretty intense.
1: No, I mean, it was awful. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was pretty awful. And yes. and I I mean, I was like praying for COVID to hit so that it would be shut down. Like that's how much I didn't want to do it anymore. And I, I, and nothing that good comes that easy, right? Even when you think it is. And the other thing that I also wanted to just have other people feel is that everything's available to you. Yes. So if, if you don't think it is, I'm sorry, but it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. Because if you want it, you're going to get it and you're going to do it. And so you're hiding behind it and whatever the reality is. And so making movement towards whatever that goal is, because that that is for me, I think the thing that makes me craziest is that, you know, we have one life here, period. Mm -hmm. And are you creating life or are you letting life create you? And I don't want to go through the motions. I don't want to just wake up in five years and say, well, what just happened?
0: Yes. And five years went by. I uh, had seen a quote the other day, I'm not going to get it right. But it was um, on social media. And someone said, like, make sure you're in the rooms with the people having the conversations that are going to bring you higher. And that's the work you're doing. And I even think like a conversation like this is that so
1: Oh, yes, to give
0: the permission that sometimes we don't know we can give ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And I think it also, um, it also starts with, for me getting very real in the past few years. And I know this will resonate with you about protecting my energy. And I didn't realize that commodity I was giving away so freely. And so I started to do this thing every week, which I do every Sunday called the ick test. Mm -hmm. And I have a paper calendar because I'm like a dinosaur and archaic and I (laughs) like to see things written out. And I sit there and I look at my week and I say, what are the things that make my stomach hurt? Like Mm -hmm. what is on my calendar that I don't want to do now? Again, Mm -hmm. it's life. I I know we have things we don't want to. Do, but in general, am I saying yes to a coffee that doesn't like fill my soul because I'm just sitting there asking the questions and not receiving anything back? Am I am I saying yes to volunteering because I don't want someone to think I'm not a nice person? Mm -hmm. Am I, what am I doing in my life that is is getting me further away from how I want to feel at the end of the day? Because that's how I've transferred my brain. Like it's no longer, what did I get done today or how productive I was. It's like, how do I want to feel at the end of the day? And for me, I always want to feel, first of all, that the people that I love know that I love them. Like that's never as generic as it is, that's never going to go away. Some days I'm not so good at it. Some days I'm good at, you know, so it's a balance. But going through that now has changed my life dramatically because when I look at my week ahead, like, uh, again, not to sound funny, I adore you. I love the work you're doing. I get to be on your podcast, which is an honor and privilege for me. I wouldn't have said yes if I didn't feel that. Yeah. Whereas before I would just say, yes, 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 yes. Now it's like, no, I look forward to it. I can't wait to spend time with you. And so I always say now that if I'm with you, you know, I really want to be there. Right. Yeah. There's no question.
0: I love, I love the practice. I similarly, I have been on that journey and man, I just say, it's not always easy to, to guard your time as that resource. Your energy is that resource. And I think as we are stepping into more and more worthiness, then then we'll see a rise in that as well. That's been my experience. And I was always, the classic overgiver. And I know so many listening can oh, identify.
1: Because it's, like we're our, it's, like in, it's like in our running It's <laughs> like in our DNA. And and the the reality is though, if you if you stop for a moment and you say to yourself, one who am I surrounding myself with and where and are they draining my energy or are they adding value to it or, or this is not a selfish thing. It doesn't mean you can't be there for a friend and listen for an hour and has nothing to do with you. It's not about that. It's about we're probably putting it in the wrong places. Yes and and then ask yourself why okay because i want to be liked or i want to and again there's no um there's no shame here there's no we're not doing anything wrong but uh, there's also this idea especially as women that we need to fill the space like if you had a a day where you weren't running around Absolutely. you'd think yeah. you're going to fill it mm-hmm. but the reality is that you also don't have to explain your time away like your time's your time so it doesn't have to you know i don't have to deserve and earn it like oh my gosh i'm going to get a massage tomorrow because oh i worked so hard last week and i no, no, like right. I'm deserving yes. of, of this as it is. And for me, that's all just a retraining. I don't, mm-hmm. that's not how I operate. I I sort of, I always wanted to be that. I, like I said, in my TED talk, the real life Siri, I wanted you to know that I was valuable and important and available. And that's how I pride. I used to yeah. pride myself on, I want you to think that I am so busy and I've got so much going on. And I, I have got, that gave me worth. And so now when people sometimes leave me a message and say, oh, I know you're so busy. I'm like, no, I'm actually not so busy. I'm doing what I love. My Absolutely. time, I've got a lot of things going on, but they're all things I love to do.
0: It's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and again, I, I check myself, though. When yeah. I find myself doing the other things, I always say, well, why are you doing it, Christina? Okay, I'm doing it because I want to feel important, or I'm doing it because I want to be liked. And again, no shame, but yes. just get real with yourself yes. while you're doing it.
0: And like you're saying, those things are ingrained, and sometimes we're just doing them by default. So, yeah, t- taking that middle step of the why is such yeah. a powerful question, and, and being so intentional yeah. on a Sunday with your calendar. Yeah. Because then I know, I'm guessing that there's more inner peace. And then there's more almost like, almost like clean energy to give yeah. to the people you want, including your children and your husband. And there's no
1: dread. Haven't we spent enough time dreading a week? Yeah. Like, it's funny when, when, and again, I, I don't mean this um to make anyone feel bad, but when, when people talk about like, you know, I got a message from a friend the other day saying, oh my gosh, I can't wait for the weekend. You know, um, the only happy two days of my week. Right. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. And I understand why she's got, I know, I understand all the things she has going on. So it's all valid, but it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to wish my days away. Yeah. And mm-hmm. again, don't get me wrong. I get life is hard. I don't like sit on a rainbow, but in general, I want to have the agency to choose where I'm putting my time. And, and so if in fact you're in that moment of time, I guess I would love for everyone to say, how do I get a little bit closer to a little bit more peace? Yeah. Because now I don't look at my week and in general dread anything or wish it away or i can't wait to get to friday i mean of course i have projects and things that are stressful but i mean in general there's not like oh i got to do this and i got to do that i don't have that feeling anymore and i did for years absolutely years yes
0: i know and the transformation is such a beautiful thing to see and when you're just saying like listen i i know and i'm not sitting on a rainbow because i know you've gone yeah. through challenges but yeah. it's it's being able to sit in those yeah, And, and sit really yeah. sit and ponder mm-hmm. and ask the questions of why is this here for me? Yeah. This is has to be something that's contributing to my greater yeah. growth as painful yeah. as it is. And it's just it's like the, I think you use the word curiosity or it's just the willingness, the curiosity yeah. to say, why is this here for me? It's here for my growth and transformation. Yeah. Also,
1: I also think, especially as women, that sometimes we need to be reminded and sometimes it's our friends that remind us um, you have a choice, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Like we're we're on that wheel and we're doing, doing, doing. And I mean, it sounds so silly, but you know, my husband's on a a big travel for, for work. And um, I had mentioned to my daughter that she, you know, couldn't go to this practice that was important. And I would never have done that before because I didn't think there was a choice. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to upset her. I want to be able to her to do things, but it actually was not working for our family for like 10 reasons. Yeah, and absolutely. so I just talked to her about it and it was fine. But I don't think before I would have thought I had a choice. I would have made myself crazy. I would have done all these crazy things all for this thing. And, and I stop myself often and I say, you have a choice. You might not like the consequences mm-hmm. of it, or but you have a choice. It's not happening to me. I'm creating it.
0: Yes. I think that that is the really clear, smaller example of uh, rewriting the story that you used to be in. And I'm, I'm with you because I'm still learning. My kids are older. They're 17 to 22. And I'm, I'm learning communication. I'm learning boundaries. I'm learning, investing in my own energy. I'm learning worthiness. Like that's why. I will always say to anyone listening, let's hold hands and go through this together because we're all human. We're all doing the work and, and we're we're figured out. Yeah. We're at different places, but we're not
1: right. I I couldn't agree with you more.
0: Yeah. So I love that because that's actually, it's so seemingly a small choice you made, but it's not. It's not, Not.
1: it's not unlocking, but it's the bigger thing, which is, oh my gosh, as a mother, am I not doing all the things I could be doing for my, it unlocks all these crazy things, which is just ridiculous. But again, I think the ripple effect is showing if you have children showing them that how to, I think operate, operate with this authenticity and Mm -hmm. a greater good and how it impacts other people. Like there's just so much other beauty to it than being like a martyr. Like, yes. oh, I got to yes. do all yes. these things. Like, and I, I did that for years. Like I played that Cinderella card. I, I don't think it was on purpose, but that's just what I did. Now yeah, I'm actually sure. embarrassed by an exhaustion, meaning that's my fault for getting there. Yes. Like get it in check. And, and so, so I'm yes. like, I'm a little bit, if things aren't going well in that way, and please know, I don't mean illnesses and things that are very, very traumatic. I mean, in everyday life, it's like, get it, you know, clean up your side of the street, get it in check here. And and that's a big thing. And I would just always say, just do one tiny thing. Does that mean maybe you're going to take a shower today? Does that mean maybe you're going to make an extra cup of coffee for yourself? Does it mean you might leave a note for your friend because you've been thinking about them? Like, I'm not talking big and dramatic, I'm talking about the smaller things because today's it. Like mm-hmm. there's kind of no waiting. There's no like mm-hmm. teddy bear parade magical unicorn train outside my house. Like today is it. Like we're right. here. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: so it. it's yeah, just take the day. What is gonna be my choices? What yeah. are gonna be how I play out today? Um, but I love that because you know, you just shared a lot. And you are your kids can look at you as a woman who's invested in her own growth. I mean, yeah. what could yeah. be more beautiful? But also, back to your other point, you're because some things are still doing right. You're yeah. you're building your extra love army. You're sure. recording your podcast, um, doing your business coaching. But the restoration, the restoration is like the piece that we've been missing for a long time, and and I not apologizing for
1: it, and not, yes, apologizing not apologizing for it, and that's yes. you know. Mm-hmm. goodness in my house we all have to work on it constantly because i've i've sadly trained my children to be that way oh mama i'm yes. so sorry for and i yeah hey we stop it and, and i always try to channel it yeah. over and they, instead just say thank you for waiting don't apologize yes. that you just mm-hmm. say thank you for waiting like yeah. try to flip it and i i catch myself too but you know th- this these are you know Years and years and years of systemic issues that we all carry. And I think it just starts, though, in these conversations, in our own homes, slowly as we move through our day. And I think that's how we impact one another. Um, If it gets bigger than that, then I feel like I don't even have a role because I can't change anything.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love that. Because also, you know, talk about what you've created around the Extra Love Army, because These kind of conversations and people's real experiences, I'm guessing really get to be shared there. And it's just like that meeting, meeting you where you're at.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. And I love that because I always say, you know, meet me where I'm at, not where you want me to be. And the Extra Love Army was created during the pandemic. And again, I always go backwards. I didn't have this grand plan, but Mm -hmm. it was during the pandemic where I felt like women were missing conversation. And so I opened the doors and said, this is going to be a a safe space for women to share about what's happening in their everyday lives Mm -hmm. and truly just their own Kind of like a you know their own hype women squad or or whatever it might be, whether it was about entrepreneurship or parenting or motherhood or um you know anything and everything, and so each month we have a theme, whatever it might be. I don't even know what this month's theme. I think this one month's theme is about like what are you calling in and so it's just a constant conversation that I think women just want to share with one another in a safe space. about whatever it is that they're trying to do, or Mm -hmm. maybe they're walking through grief, or maybe they are having a tough time in their relationship Um, because it's all connected. It's your sisterhood. It's what you're doing here. And the more and more that we create these containers for all of us, that's a beautiful gift and people find their space Mm -hmm. and we need more and more, right?
0: We do. I've heard so many people say there are Seven billion people on the planet. Wow,
1: yeah. right yeah. there, M-
0: mind blowing. So the conversations right. are so key and crucial, yeah. and I think redefining the conversations that we're having,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and really, I think a lot of time when you get in these spaces, the conversation can go deep real fast, and and people, see people are craving it. I Absolutely. love that. And
1: the mm-hmm. other thing, just to uh, just to your audience, that I want to remind anybody of of whatever they're doing, whether it's interior design or whatever it might be, like. We need you. And so I always say, like, I'm a dime a dozen. The things I've been talking about for years now, I mean, I'm just saying, this is no rocket science here. But what is different is me. What's different is you. What's different is anybody bringing themselves to the table and we need them. And so just a reminder, like, you know, because again some of the clients that I work with are like oh should I do a podcast everybody has a podcast should I do a book everybody you know people have books it's always like you got to strip all that away yeah. and stay in your own lane and say what is your intention and the message that you're hoping to put out into the world and do, is that right for you otherwise we we we've stopped ourselves before we got off the block Yeah. Because, right. And that's a very common thing to do. And so, again, I just want to say how proud I am of you of stepping into this work and and doing the things that we all need because we need everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. I, and I think that to your point, everyone's voice is needed and Mm -hmm. our voices come from our life experiences Yeah, and everyone's life experience is different. We might have commonalities that we can share, yeah, and We're so different and we have different vibrations and yes. different energies will be attractive. Yes. But, um, you know, when you were saying something earlier about, um, well, even your, your business coaching clients is like, oh, here's this like array of things you can do. Mm-hmm. But I found, listen to your intuition,
1: yeah. listen
0: to that. Some people call it the small, still voice. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think it's the big, loud voice. Sure. It will lead you it yeah. will lead you and it's like which one are you feeling most drawn to and and it was something you said earlier about um you know you could not not do this the work that you okay. stepped into and even though it may, or even the Ted talk, even though it was overwhelming, something was yeah. pulling you forward. Right. I always think of that as the universe. It's like, come,
1: come, you know, it, oh, Just, so it is. and I, coming. I, I'm in <laughs> a stage right now of really practicing listening to what mm-hmm. the universe is inviting in, mm-hmm. I'm get, trying to get, trying to get better at that. Um, but I think you're right. And the other question I would ask yourself in general is like, is it harder not to do something than to do it? Because life's yes. gonna march on anyways. Yes. And so a lot of times, again, resistance. We have resistance to most everything in a lot of ways, but that resistance to me is the invitation to do it, and and so that's what I try to listen to. And if I if it's too big and too I can't get my head around it, I would say, what's the next best best thing I can do to get closer to it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. because I find myself often not knowing how to do it. Like in general, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that sounds great, but I don't know how to do that yeah. like all the time. And so I'm like, all right, well, what's the first thing, which is <laughs> usually like a Google search. <laughs> Cause I really do know how to do a lot of things. Um, and, but again, movement is hope, right? So just that little movement uh-huh. is, is what makes us like have a, more skipping our step, we actually want to make dinner and go on with our day, because you're pouring into yourself. And so many of us don't, because we either don't know what to do, or maybe don't really feel that we deserve that. Or, and to me, that's just so sad. Like, I I want every woman to um, feel a sense of intention. Absolutely. In some way. And that's, I think that that's,
0: I don't know how you got through it when you were preparing for the TED Talk, and it was so challenging for you. But the support and and yeah. these groups and the conversations and your safe people, yeah. they're they're golden to getting yes. where we need to take the one step after the other and that mm-hmm. the steps that we take, they're invisible to us sometimes. So yeah. Like you're like saying, you yeah. know, do the self care, do the, you know, take sure. take the little steps, even if it's twice a week, not once a day, sure. you know. Sure. You're,
1: yeah, you're, I mean, we're yeah. not we're not meant to do this alone, that's for sure. And if you mm-hmm. are, that's super hard. And you know, I think the other thing is that there is an invisible transformation that happens that most of the time we don't see until much further down the road. And at the same time, that's where that universe comes in for me of saying. I need to trust that my success will be inevitable. I need to trust that that um, what is, is meant for me is where I am headed. There's just a lot of trust. And and I always say the opposite of it really sucks. So yeah. let's say that I'm blowing sunshine up my own self here. I'd rather <laughs> live there. I mean, what's the opposite saying? Oh, that is not meant for me. Mm-hmm. It's gonna totally suck. I'd rather think that it's gonna be okay. I mean, I don't know, There's there's just for me, I can't operate in a different energy that makes me not want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I know why we, a lot of us feel that way, but it's doing that work to have that trust. I guess I say universe, cause that's for me spiritually where I go, but um, I don't know. I've been also, maybe you can um, give me some advice. Um, <laughs> I've also been walking around, like looking for signs. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing at myself. Cause I don't really know what that means, but I'm always like, Give me the sign. <laughs> and they they
0: are. They just. Are they but, coming? But they're coming. They're coming. <laughs> if you listen to Valerie Wood's podcast a couple of weeks ago, they are coming. They're there for us all the time. Um, and they're there for us when we least expect it. And right. um, I think that it's being able to also decipher the signs and that it's exactly. almost like a dream, you know, like when yeah. we have dreams, it's not yeah. exactly what it seems like it is. Right. Um, not right. the literal interpretation. But yeah, I think the more that I say to the universe, I'm open to the signs. I start my day that way. Yeah. What am I here to know? And I can have a day where I don't feel like I see any or hear any or whatever it is. But you might also be receiving it in different ways. So right. for you, uh, it might not just be coming through a visual sign that you see, when yeah. you're, you know, on the yeah. The, 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 yeah. The, Uh, supermarket ground, you know, something you just ran over, it could be you're hearing it and you get your messages that way. So those are signs too, I think. Yeah.
1: I like that. Well, you know, I will say too, that as I'm sort of, I think like tuning up my spidey senses to the universe, Mm -hmm. I also feel like I've been practicing a lot of grace when, when I, when I don't feel settled or familiar or, like, it's okay to not be okay, I guess is the the thing, meaning um, I trust that my flow will come. So mm-hmm. if, I, if I wake up one day and I'm not in that energy, which we all know when we're not in that energy, I don't force myself anymore. Mm-hmm. I just say like, okay, so today, like maybe I'm having an off day or maybe today's not feeling whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I just kind of like, let that go. Mm -hmm. where instead I used to just push, push, push to make myself be something or do something. And now it's like, no, I'm like not feeling it.
0: Absolutely. I'm like, that's okay. I think that on the journey, the reminders to each other, not only for the restoration, but for the self-compassion. Yeah. That's a big one for me because I had just said it in another recording I did, but I spent so many years not knowing what I was doing. And yeah. I had, I think I did have this deep yearning in me, mm-hmm. but I was also operating from real survival places within myself mm-hmm. and feeling such overwhelmed from early mothering feeling yeah. like this, like story, like, I don't know what I meant to be doing. Yeah. And it was, Oh, it was tough going there yeah. for years. yeah, um, You know, and that was, yeah. that was layers of myself that through the work, like I've been able to let go of and and really, um, sort of own, you got to own yeah. it, but you also have mm-hmm. to have that compassion. And I, and I really try to turn that on myself and be like, so for those days you're talking yeah. about and like, just, yeah, yeah. I, I see you, you need a rest today. Cause that could be all the universe is telling but, us. Yeah, that,
1: right? that's, And I think you said something really important too, which is, um, the idea of like, you know, what's your story and what are you meant to do and all those things. And that, <laughs> Those are so hard. And I think sometimes can be a very unmotivating. Um, Again, a lot of the women that I work with sometimes say like, well, I don't even know why I'm meeting with you. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I'm doing. And I always say like, we're not trying to figure that out. We're trying to have movement into the next Mm -hmm. day, space Mm -hmm. thing. It's almost like, I always like to say, you know, what's your moment right now? Instead of like, what's your story? And what's your, that's so big. I can't answer that. Yeah, yeah. I get overwhelmed when somebody yeah. says to me, well, "What do you do?" I'm always like, "Oh my god. I get overwhelmed." Right? That's a big yeah. question. Mm-hmm. And I think again, that's why your podcast and talking about this one sentence will change somebody's narrative. Yeah. And they heard it from you. Mm-hmm. And so it just all that's all it takes, right? Those little moments that we hear that go, "Oh my gosh, remember that person said that?" And for whatever reason that lands on them, didn't land on someone else, but you being vulnerable enough and courageous enough to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. has opened up a narrative that otherwise wouldn't put a spotlight on a conversation that really deserves that conversation. Absolutely,
0: yeah. And I think that we have to know that we've all been there because it just Mm -hmm. reminds me, if you would have told me even a year ago, you'll have a podcast, I'll say, no way. Yeah, And and I would say that I believe in infinite possibilities, but there were just parts of myself that I had to get really comfortable with and yeah. the whole kind of stepping out onto any sort of platform, even something like social media can feel revealing to ourselves. So have yeah. the conversations in this, with your safe people in your safe places, yeah. create the safety within you to know that you're yeah. okay. You're, you're perfect as you are. And the mm-hmm. world needs you. It, at, yeah. the, the planet needs you. Yeah, it sure does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love that, Christina. Is there anything else that comes to mind before we wrap up today?
1: No, I feel like we were kind of all over the place, but I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if anything for, you know, for your audience and this, this circle that you have created and are creating, you know, I would just encourage and invite others to um, bring somebody with you. Mm -hmm. And Mm-hmm. It's vulnerable for even people to participate in conversation. Yes. And so, you know, look outside yourself and maybe lend a hand to somebody that might need to be invited into something, mm-hmm. um, because I think that we we all are craving, as you said, these deep connections mm-hmm. right now.
0: I love that, too, because with the deep need of the world right now, it is the, it is the multiplying and the exponential. Yeah. And that's I mean, I I'm going to say to the listeners, too, please, you know, I'm going to have you share Christina, but check Christina's work out through her podcast, uh, through her book, through, Mm -hmm. you know, anywhere you can find her because uh, I love the podcast and your bite size. It's you taking Mm -hmm. on a a concept and infusing your experience with it and Mm -hmm. then sharing the wisdom that came from it. And it's, it's really um, fun to listen to. And that's where I, that's why I'm so attracted to you too, because you've got the, the foundation of mystical sisterhood is joy and healing and community and that those two things can co-occur. I really believe they can. And that was born out of my health journey. And I'm like, yes. I want them both. I want to do the healing work. I want yes. to do the joy. So, and you get,
1: um, and you get to right yeah not yeah. just but isn't it funny and the last thing I'll say where you started in your journey right and where you thought you were headed and you were wise enough to expand and grow mm-hmm. and be around the right people and yeah. so it's kind of like don't ever stop that curiosity right don't ever think that either we can't or uh, Right, and again, the only way that we, I think, have confidence to do this is when we're surrounding ourselves by people like you. Absolutely, right by, by, yep, by yep. that. So, thank you for the it. work that you do, and yes. thanks for having me today. Yes.
0: So, where can people find you, Christina? Where
1: can they find me? Um, <laughs> they, uh, I won't go down uh, the some of the places they can't find me these days, but you can find me on Facebook. You can find me um, on LinkedIn. You can find me through my podcast, as Maureen had mentioned, Um, probably will be in the show notes or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have a weekly newsletter, so you can always subscribe to that. And, you know, we'll always find each other.
0: Beautiful. So I'll put it all in the show notes. I have to say a huge thank you. It's been so fun to talk to you today. So enlightening. And thanks for being
1: here. Pleasure's mine.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystical Sisterhood. If you love what you heard, please visit Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review and share with a friend if you're called to do so. To learn more about my one-on-one coaching programs or join the Mystical Sisterhood membership, visit MaureenSpielman.com or MysticalSisterhood.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode.